Hey, beautiful brown girl. You are listening to Zen Men Speaks with your host, Gina. And if you're truly ready to harness the magic that's always been within, just stay tuned. Hey, beautiful brown girl. I have had to take a sigh. Um, Podcasting this week has been, um, or me getting to be able to sit down and podcast has been kind of a little bit of a challenge um, that I've been dealing with. Um, So I'm so happy that I'm here today with you all that have decided to tune in and connect with the episode um, and just, you know, vibe with me for a little bit. So as you can see... From the topic of today's episode, we're going to talk about love. We are going to talk about love. I figured that this would be a good segue um, out of the episode about business and the emotional side of business. I figured that kind of, you know, flowing into it. And again, I'm learning my style of podcasting as the episodes progress. I will too. But I thought that it would be a good idea to... Talk about love because a lot about love has been coming up for me recently. Um, I think you all remember from one of my episodes, I want to say it was episode two or three. <laughs> Don't quote me because I can't remember. And I'm not looking at my um, uh, upload library, so I'm not exactly 100% sure. But nonetheless, I talk about my struggles with love. Um, truly feeling love from the people that are around me, um, you know, feeling that the love I give is also like a genuine thing. And that I had to pause on that because I wanted to make sure I was clear about what I'm saying. Um, but nonetheless, just love in itself has been a challenge for me to work through. And even to this day, I'm still working on love. Like, you know, and I, you know, so it's just, let's get into it. (laughs) So beautiful brown girl, what do you think you know about love? I want to take a moment to pause on that question. What do you think you know about love? And as I'm sitting here talking about that, I can hear the pop smoke song in my head. Um, Is what you know about love? We'll leave it at that. But it's in my head because for me, I'm like, what do I know about love? What do I truly know about love? And for me, when I think about what love is, and this is also my interpretation, along with um, just a Webster, Google, like a Google Webster search of what love is, it is deep feelings of affection. If we want to keep it like really light and simple, it's deep feelings of affection. And that deep feeling of affection can be for a person, it could be for a place, and it could be for even a thing. Um, So that's the last part was more so my interpretation because I know that there are people that I love. Um, I know that there are definitely places that I love, like 100% places that I love. And there are things that I love too. So that's kind of to give you a sense of how love can be used. And again, like I said in the the topic of this question, what do you think you know about love? 
when do you think you started experiencing love? You know, when was there a time that you felt that love was maybe so much letting you down, you know? What made you think that love was letting you down in that space or in that sense? So some of the things to unpack when we think about love. Um, I always recommend taking notes, whether it's voice notes or if you want to journal it or if you want to write it in your phone, send it as a text to yourself, whatever you have to do, because I struggle with this myself, thinking that everything can stay in my brain and it just can't. <laughs> I It just can't. And I actually really, really enjoy writing, but I still have you know a tendency to think that I can hold on to so much in my head and I have to tell myself either we're getting a pen or getting a paper. And we are going to write this out. And when I said pen or paper, I meant pen and paper. Or we're writing it in our phone. We're making a voice note. We're taking a video. Whatever we have to do to get it from out of our head into the reality. Um, a little bit of a pause for the water. <laughs> because I decided... I'm not going to edit out my water breaks for now. I've tried so hard trying to control this. This is a side topic. I've tried so hard trying to control the water, and I feel like people are connecting with the water drinking. So I'm just like, you know what? We're going to flow with it, and we're going to go with it. My need for control, that's something y'all know I've been working on. My need for control is slowly diminishing. So until I have more energy and more time, we will not worry about trying to edit out the water drinking. But there is going to come a point where that dissipates from the podcast or who knows, it might stay. But moving into the rest of the topic, what do you know about love? From what I thought I knew about love... <clears throat> before, like until before really deeply understanding what love was, I thought, you know, love was when somebody, and I always thought it was more of like a somebody kind of thing. Like this is before, before diving into self-help and self-awareness and, you know, just analyzing different aspects of the human life and makeup. I just thought that love was like when somebody that knows you personally, and this is Again, I just keep reiterating this. Knows you personally that they would just do things for you. You know, like really show that they care. That's, I think, honestly, where the basis of my young mind came in about what I thought love was as I grew up and as I began to get more involved with self-awareness. Um, you know, like I said, analyzing the things that create our humanness and Working with my therapist and things like that, I started realizing that isn't just what love is. Love it is a lot deeper than that. Um, I'm going to say, to be 100% honest, the first time I think I actually felt deep, like meaningful love, because there's things I loved before um, as a child. Like I was um, very in love with food as a kid. That was a coping mechanism for me as a child. And it carried on into my adult years. And I had to really strive and work hard for the physical strength and the physical, I'm trying to think of the right word. It lost me. <laughs> but the, like, my external physical appearance, I had to work hard to achieve that um, because of my, you know, love, what I thought love for food was as a younger girl. 
um, and being completely just misinformed about how to diet and how to care for my body, just having no true like understanding of life. So that was a struggle for me. And I still have to continuously check myself throughout the month, throughout the week, and throughout the day of like, you know, where my food and my relationship or where my relationship with food is. I have to check like my internal stress levels. I have to see like how much was going on that day. So I know that I'm being mindful and I'm, you know, honoring my body. And so that's, I feel like I will definitely go off if I stayed on that topic. But yes, so that's another love kind of example. But I, growing up, realized there was more to love. So the first time I felt meaningful love was when I had my daughter, my oldest daughter. Um, I, I was absolutely, and there's a deeper story to my life, but I'm again not going to go into it on this podcast. Um, just know that in a future episode, we will talk about loss of children. So that will be something that we definitely dissect. But I have to also realize when I'm ready to start discussing that on the mic, because that is, you know, me really becoming in a very vulnerable space with the world. Not that it's not out there already, but it's just not out there in the depth that it would be. And I definitely think that would be an episode. Um, when I had my oldest daughter and I, and this was not the greatest pregnancy experience at all. Um, I had previously suffered a miscarriage before her. And so becoming pregnant with her and then, you know, finding out that I was going to be a single mom was just like, wow, that sucks. You know, just really just like, dang, you know, it's just not a fun way to embrace the pregnancy, but it was when, and so the pregnancy itself had some traumas as well too. Um, I found that I have something called an incompetent cervix to just keep it simple. So around a certain point in my pregnancy and hence that was the reason for the previous miscarriage. Um, my cho- my do- my pregnancy will try to basically go into labor too early, keeping it simple. Um, again, try to hopefully di- go into that and dissect that a little bit more for better understanding at a later time. But I had a really intense pregnancy, progesterone, hospital visits, all of the things. Also, I think spiritually, there was things that that caused that as well, too. Now that I'm an older woman and I understand the human body and I understand the female anatomy, anatomy, but I also understand what you being unaligned can do to you physically, I definitely have a better understanding of that. I feel like that realm of life now, hopefully, but always learning and growing. But yeah, so with her, she was the first time I experienced, I think, true love. When I saw her come into this world and her just look at me, um, and she just looked at me a way that, I don't know, you have to just have a child look at you this way and understand what you're looking back at. And again, I was growing up and becoming older, so I was learning new things. I was like, you're my little person. It was so cool. Like, it was the coolest thing ever. Like, I just was like... (sighs) You're just this cute little thing that is going to always need me. And so that, and even like just talking about it, I get this feeling internally. That's when I think I started to understand that love aspect. But again, I was still tying it to just a person. Then as I continue to expand myself, um, and this is not to say in case my other kids get older and she hears that like, 
did you not love me? I felt that feeling also when I had my second daughter, but I just didn't want to spend a lot of time on the topic. But I have to remember as a podcaster that I have to be mindful of the things that I put out and then really making sure to address all points, even if they're not you know, mentioned or thought about just for future listeners. So, you know, if my youngest little squish ever hears this, I don't want her to think that she was any less loved. Um, so yeah, I, um, I loved her also having her, I was in a different space in my life. I started to understand love a little deeper and have a better understanding of love. As I moved into adulthood and started to realize that there was more to love, I started to understand like, oh, there are more things that you can love. Like I started to realize like I loved, you know, just like material things. And I'm being going to be really vague about that because materialistic things, they, they don't really carry that value that we should put on life. But I just, it just certain things that were materialistic really excited me. And now I'm not saying the materialism has shifted, but now it's more into like my company. Like I absolutely love getting things for the company and new pieces and creating items and coming up with things and plan. Like it's just like this overwhelming in love feeling that I get when I have an idea or a product or something coming in it's just like even mail I'm like oh something I ordered is here so that's one of my favorite you know my things also about I learned about love but when I was younger they were just a lot more just like it doesn't really matter at this point now let's kind of move into places when I was younger I would honestly say I love to go out and party and go to like clubs and bars and just have me a grand old time but now and I just laugh because so many things are coming up for me and I'm like okay we'll just leave that there I now that I'm like into more of like places I would say traveling I absolutely love traveling and that's why I kept traveling with the places kind of thing because I feel like I love to travel and I love to go places and do things and connect and experience new things. Um, and I want you to think about something like that. Like, what are some things now that you truly think you love? What are some, where, what are some, what are some, where are some places you currently love to go to? You know, and have one of the things I want to touch on, have your limiting beliefs stopped you from either unloving those kind of places or loving those places and maybe unloving those things or loving those things kind of like I hate cave the word jumble today (laughs) I guess that's going to be a thing um on this episode just jumble of the words but just like I gave the example of loving to go out and go clubbing and doing all of that to now loving to just travel to new places and experience new things I'm still getting a sense of affection, but just from a more positive place. And the same thing about what I used to love when I was, you know, younger, like, you know, material, really materialistic things. Now I'm more in a space of like, how can I bring value to my business? And I'm not saying I don't buy stuff for myself. I do still shop here and there, but it's not as frequently as I used to. And I don't put such a high value to like, the things that I wear on my body. It's more of like what's surrounding me. Um, But again, I do like to look good. So we have a balance. We just balance it all here. Um, 
And so I realized that love was just shifting for me. And I kind of want that to happen for you as you, you know, are sitting with the podcast because I like to one, make you feel that we're connected and we're relating to each other. But I also want to give your mind something to think about and something to process and something to get like move forward to or move away from. Ooh, move forward to or move away from. Anytime we get those little gems and they just ting, I'm like, okay, yes, girl. <laughs> so, um, back into the episode. Taking some time to sit with those questions can be very beneficial for you because it's going to help you kind of, like I said, move away from things or move towards things because once you start to either move away or move towards, you will start to expand yourself and you will start to expand in ways that you have honestly just you couldn't really imagine, but you have to understand what things that you might get, you know, of that deep feeling of affection and, you know, just this warm feeling inside, but it might just not be the place for you anymore. Really tune into yourself when you're doing certain things and you're, you know, you're just where you're, where you're vibrating at. Now, we're going to kind of go into some more, um, just like questions that I want you to think about. Um, like the kind of the, big three questions I think will kind of help you understand that love encompasses all energies. So these three questions are going to kind of help you understand that love encompasses all the energies, but in a very just like equally transmuted way. So like I was asking the first time, what do you know about love? What do you know about love? Who do you love? Um, and this kind of, this is kind of a combined question, but it's technically would make five questions, but my brain's saying it's three. So I'm going to stick to that. What do you love? And where are some places that you go that you love, you know, um, and kind of analyze that and see, you'll see like, okay, I'm spending my time in good places. I'm spending my time with good people and I'm spending my time, you know, doing good things. But if you see it and it's like, Ooh, we might need to check some things and reevaluate where we're at. It's again, it's going to help you to understand that you can either move away or move towards something and know that love encompasses all energies. But the biggest, this is question number three. So like I said, question two is kind of a combined, but question three is the big one. Do you love yourself? And I'm, and I kind of, jumped into it and then I was like no let's pause because for me I know I love myself that's something I know that I can truly truly say but I have my moments where I don't do things that somebody who truly loves themselves would do because I'm falling I and this is where I say I kind of fall into my humanness and so that's been something I'm truly working on with like making sure it's like look if we're sitting here and we're sitting with our chest high and our head held up and our we can't say we, we love ourselves when we're allowing certain things to be in a part of our life or we are allowing certain things to, you know, mentally affect us. You know, we're doing things that don't make it seem like we love ourselves. So really take time to sit with that question and ask, do you love yourself? As you're taking time to sit with that and feel what it feels like, to 
ask yourself these questions. Make sure to journal them so that you can look back on them later. If you even want to do like a video vlog, like it's so, I think it's one of the coolest things to like see yourself talking. Um, where I podcast, I have a mirror facing me so I can see myself like just speaking. And it's cool. I'm like, this is so fascinating just to see how you respond to different words and how your body reacts. So take some time to sit with those and allow yourself to really start to unravel what you thought love is and what you thought your understanding of love is. In what areas can you improve on love? You know, what's the kind of love that you are giving to others? Are you giving other people, you know, kind of like a a love to get something back? Or is it from the depths of your heart? Are you doing love things so that people will just love you to be around you? Like really take time to analyze where it's at because for you, beautiful brown girl, that's life changing. When a, a beautiful brown girl starts to love herself... Oh my gosh, it's really life-changing. That's all I can say. <laughs> That's all I can say. Um, it makes It really makes for just feeling, just feeling so good about every day and knowing that you are here for a reason. Your life has reason and you, you have a, like everything about you has meaning. You have to make sure that you take time to analyze where you're receiving your love from and where you're pouring or what you're pouring your love into. Because that replenishment of love within yourself is something that we as brown women, we need it. And it's not always something that we get and we don't get it in the spaces that set us up for success. So we just, we struggle through our majority of our adult lives and we're just kind of like how do I get out of this how do I move away you know like it's just you really really just have to understand like you deserve to feel loved in all areas of life and if you really are in a space where you want to start understanding love a little bit more you know and really aligning yourself to the path of like true life love I'm just gonna say life because life encompasses everything people places things and you really want to start truly encompassing this get tapped into yourself take some time to meditate when you're ready really take the time to meditate on these things that you journal about even if you just write out the questions and you don't um answer them right away, reflect on them in meditation. Find a way to incorporate this into your life because only you can make the necessary changes. Nobody else can. And one of the biggest promoters that I think of self-love is, and maybe I'm a little biased, but I would have to say is my sacred space um, self-love candles set. I just said candle because I just um, automatically thought of the candles because I have one in front of me. There's one burning on the altar. But when I first started a little piece of Zen Zen, the main idea was just candles. And I knew I wanted to add more pieces, but I just let, you know, spirit take its time and unfold certain things to me. And I just definitely tried my best to just follow spirit's lead. 
But the main thing I knew I needed outside of, you know, energy, serenity, and I'm giving the names of all of them, but energy, serenity, and sweet dreams, the biggest one of all, and I know some may say, why, you know, self-love can't come over sleep and self-love shouldn't come over the day. But like for me, if I love myself, I'm going to get all the energy I need throughout the day. If I love myself and I love the things that I'm doing and the lo- I love the people I'm around. And it, again, it just, it really comes back to just that self-love. Like when I love myself, we're just going to take it back to just us. And when I love me and every part of me, everything about me, the stages of my body, the stages of my mental health, the stages of, you know, where I'm at physically in this world. And when I started to take the time to love those parts of myself and I would just sit there with my candle and I would smell the aroma. And at first, you know, it starts off very 3D. But as you start to really sit with the aromas and you, you know, you tap into the aroma room misters and you use the roller balls and you connect with the intentions candles, especially around the cycle of either a new moon, if you're trying to manifest it or a full moon, you know, if you're trying to really encompass all of the energy of it and and like really amplify that energy of self-love, I would just feel magical and again, like I said, I could be biased. I could be because they're my products and I'm going to, you know, stand by them. But I realized that they were truly, each piece within the self-love set was truly, truly um, just I just moving through me. Like I could just feel where the love was starting to be felt. Huh, I could feel where the love was starting to be felt. And another big thing about those sacred space sets are they actually have a piece of rose quartz in them and they include a journal. Those are the free gifts that come with them. And basically you can use that journal to reflect on things that come up for you before or after, even during if you're able to do that. Um, And the rose quartz crystal. Rose quartz is very good for the heart chakra, which is located in your chest. And that is, and it's, one of the chakras that tend to be the most blocked in women of color. Um, I mean, along with a couple others, but definitely our lower root chakra um, and our, our, I would say our lower root chakra and our heart chakra. It's something about that. I feel stuck to it. Um, But we are more linked to being blocked from receiving energy there. And it's one through the media years and years of trauma, ancestral trauma, um, you know, generational curses, all these different things have kind of blocked us from truly receiving the love we deserve. And so when we get to that space and we get so blocked off, you need a kind of an amplifying crystal because quartz is an amplifier. You need a crystal that the energy of that crystal is going to be amplified when you're going to unblock certain areas of your life. Rose quartz also helps to emote deep feelings of self-love and self-compassion, but also compassion for others too. Remember, we're not just going all the way into ourselves. We're connecting with other people as well. And it truly, truly helps you to create growth. Love creates growth. If you think about a child, if you love it, it grows. If you think about a relationship, if you love it, it grows. If you think about a plant, 
If you love it, it grows. So know that where love flows, the energy will grow and so will you. So that was kind of just, you know, a little bit of insight into, you know, some of the ways that you can access love just from little things, searching things on YouTube, actually investing in yourself and, you know, purchasing items to help you access it, getting energy work done, working with a therapist. I always talk about therapy. I love my therapist. Just really taking the time to allow yourself to go into that area of your body and see what the heart needs and see what the heart wants. So we're going to now move into our reading portion and I'm actually going to jump back in. I'm going to um, collect another deck that I don't have with me that I want to use in this reading. Um, but just stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, beautiful brown girl. We are back and I was able to gather my deck that I want to use for this reading. Um, we are still using my new favorite, the new moon tarot deck. Um, this deck, just the artwork, it's the, it's the artwork for me. Like, I'm going to just tell you right now, it's the artwork, it's the, um, the, the, you know, the actual, like, design of the deck itself. Like, there's just so many little unique pieces of the deck. Just each card has its own, um, interpretation, its own illustration, but still keeping, you know, the value of tarot, um, and then just the color, golden, black, and white. That's my favorite color. I absolutely love. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so much, so much, so much, so much, so much. Um, when Spirit does that, I'm like, well, we got a message for the collective. But first, as always, we need to get tuned in. Um, so to do so, just take a few moments to get grounded if you can. Um Allow yourself some time just to take a few deep breaths intentionally. Again, if you can, always being mindful of what you are doing um, when you are getting tuned in. You know, so take a few moments just to sit with this and really think about where you are at with love. Your understanding of love, what you need from love, what you want from love, and how you can heal in the area of love. And as I'm shuffling, I'm just kind of focusing in my energy on the deck and seeing what spirit has for me. And I'm very excited to show the other deck that I'll be using. This is one of my longtime favorites. Um, and there we go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Spirit. Thank you. Oh, yes. I'm going to take the one that fell on the ground. Okay. We had a car fall, so you might have heard me shuffling because I had to grab that. Um, usually from this deck, I think I'm just going to stick to three cards from the New Moon Tarot. Because um, this get a little long um, if I go into more cards. So I think three is going to be my like solid number when I do readings. But again... Everything can change. I'm always open to that. I don't know why I was putting the cards away so quickly. That's actually something I never do. Probably because I was in the space of thinking I was complete. Um, so with the New Moon Tarot deck, we got three cards. And the first one is to the far left. We have the Judgment card. What were we just talking about? 
you know, in regards to your life. What do you need from love? What do you want from love? You know, what kind of love do you need? Really take some time to go through the areas. And I know judgment sounds like such an intense word. And some people, you know, may hear it and be like, well, I don't want to judge myself. But you also sometimes you have to reevaluate yourself and your life to move forward and excel where you need to. And one of the biggest areas is love. If you don't feel genuine love, you're going to struggle with certain areas. And it's just, it's just how, you know, it's just how it goes. And so as you allow yourself to look into your life and evaluate where you are and like just allow some time for reflection, you're going to uncover certain areas and be like, okay, like, all right, this is what your girl need. Like, this is what I need. And you'll know what adjustments to make and you'll know what steps to take. You know, you'll really, really allow yourself to flow into that energy of deep, love and restoration of yourself. Now we have the hanged man. Um, I want to say this is in reverse because I know that the hangman usually upright, you can see him, but this, he looks like he's standing on the tree. So we're definitely going to say it's in reverse. Her art's a little bit different. So that's the only reason why I was um, kind of second guessing that for a moment. But the hangman, as you take time to kind of go out of that judgment, um, the judgment phase of your life and really just you're gonna have to sacrifice certain points remember like how I was saying and this is what the hang hangman card represents is you know sacrifice and kind of just being suspended in time for a little bit to evaluate where you're at and where you need to be it was like that space in my life when I had to realize you know what like we really can't just club all the time and buy cute dresses and, you know, all these like weaves and extensions. And like, it was so much stuff that I just like over saturated myself with thinking that that's what I needed for love. And I realized like, that's just not it. It's not it. And so it took a period of breakdown and really just like chipping away at the old versions of myself and allowing my true self to come through because I'm still you know, I st- and this is what's crazy for me. I thought if I let go of all of those, like, really what I call them, like, toxic, you know, temporary satisfaction traits of myself, I could step into, like, true meanness. But I am meanness. I don't even think that's the word. But it's going to be today. I could step into the true essence of me. But I didn't believe that. I thought I was going to be bored. I thought I was going to be, like just like so frustrated with life and have no like meaning to it that's crazy that I even thought like clubbing had meaning that the way the early 20s mind works was like it's just that 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 age of the mind that is something else but um when I allowed myself to actually start to step into other things that I love I was still the same fun version of myself nothing had changed I was still fun. I mean, nothing changed. Nothing, I need to rephrase that. Things change, but in a good way. We'll just leave it. We'll just say that. But I didn't like lose. I guess I meant to say like nothing changed in the aspect of like me enjoying life and still having what I thought life was to be a meaning, but there was just more meaning and there was more depth to it now. And I had a lot better of an understanding of the fun that I, or the the love that I wanted to have when I was having fun. So when you take time to think about the um, the hangman, um, 
That's really what it means. Take some time to surrender to the divine and allow the, you know, the time that you're going to have to spend to go inward, allow that time to come up. Don't force it too much. Um, you know, really take time with each of the topics so you know what it is that you need to do to start aligning your life. Because again, like we've been saying this whole time, you are the only person that's in control of your life. You can have people supporting you, you can have things to help you, but you are ultimately the one person in control of your life. And the final and last card for this deck, um, and I think from the other deck, I might just be pulling two cards, but I am feeling called to that other one. So we are going to call it. Um, the last and final card is the Hierophant. And as you know, the Hierophant is basically a card that states, um, and I want to kind of give a description of the artwork. Like think of, this is why this deck is so cool to me. I got really distracted because the artwork is so unique. It's an elephant. And my girlfriend was over here the other day and she was looking at them and she's like, this is so cool. Um, like just the artwork on these cards. Like I cannot get over how good the artwork is, but it's a moon cycle going around an elephant. And we already know that elephants are extremely majestic um, creatures that walk this planet. Um, they are so tapped into their what? Emotions. Like when somebody, <laughs> I see I'm even saying somebody, when a fellow elephant passes, they mourn that elephant. The love that they had for that elephant is there. And again, this is just kind of tying into the theme of love and this shows like how spirit shows synchronicities and kind of confirming that we're on the right path of where you need to be. Taking time in like a hierophant stage, and you can even take it kind of in order. You can go from the hierophant, the hierophant into kind of that suspended hangman phase of going inward and finding out what you need and finding out what you need from life. And then moving into that, you know, kind of the judging phase of what needs to be removed and readjusted. And so you can start aligning yourself to where you need to be. But it's time for you to, and another big thing about the Hierophant is take time to seek out help if you need it. Like I said, with therapy, if you, if you know, if you go, if you have a lot of trauma surrounding love, please seek therapy. You don't want to go trying to dissect your trauma and not knowing how it's going to affect you. And then just face that by yourself and put yourself into a more, you know, messy mental situation so truly take the time to seek counsel that's one of the biggest things that the hierophant represents is seeking counsel and just therapy and things like that like spiritual counsel and working through all of your traumas in a mentally safe way for you for you um you know not everybody can just journal and get things out like I know that that's not something that I was able to do and that's why I had a therapist um, and I know that everybody just needs to take time to figure out what's going to work best for them. But to kind of, you know, close off on that one, and now I'm going to move into um, the deck that I really wanted to use. I feel like it's just the colors of the card. Like, this deck is so pretty to me. Um, this is also available on my website. It is the Work Your Light Oracle um, deck and it's so pretty like the color oh my goodness and as I'm shuffling back of the deck energy council of light divine orchestration helpers in the subtle realm so just a confirmation from spirit and then the next card to be pulled is mirror who or what is triggering you so when I say like look these things these messages just like they come in and they offer clarity and they offer guidance, but the answers were right here with us the whole time. We just have to be aligned to them. 
Give yourself that clarity that you seek and that you need and that you deserve. Seek out the counsel of light to allow your life to shift into the space that you know it can. And start to access the life that you know you deserve just by tapping into the divine healing energy of love. (sighs) Beautiful brown girl. You truly deserve to be loved. You deserve to feel love. You deserve to be able to give love. You deserve to be able to have honorable love. But most of all, you were put here to be love. Take some time to really sit with all of that and really align yourself into the space of love. And as always, beautiful brown girl, stay happy, stay beautiful, and stay blessed. Until next time. Hey, beautiful brown girl. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. And as always, be sure to check the description show notes, um, depending on where the podcast pulls up for you. But be sure to check the description notes. There's going to be a lot of valuable information, a lot of recap info so that you can kind of, you know, plug in what you heard easily into your life. Also, you can find the podcast company. I don't have a podcast page, but you can find the podcast company um, on Instagram at a little piece of Zenven um, LLC. That'll also be linked down below. You can also find the podcast on Facebook um, and you can connect with the podcast directly on the website, www.alittlepieceofzenven.com. There you can connect with all the goodness that a little piece of Zenven offers to this place we call the world. And for listening, I just want to say thank you so much for staying tuned. Um, And with all the new items that have been recently added to the shop, I want to offer you 15% off. Um, You can use that on any of the items. You can use that on the sacred space sets. Um, You can use that on the metaphysical items that are on the shop. You just can't use it on the services. Um, However, my readings are currently discounted with no code needed. So you just go on there and you book your reading directly from that link and set it up how you want, whether in person or virtual. But yes, Zenven Speaks 22. That also will be listed down in the show notes. And as always, Stay happy, stay beautiful, and stay blessed, beautiful brown girl.